thank you again for listening to another podcast at the Gospel Rescue Mission. I am sitting in the office of Ken Emilio, and we are just uh, wanting to talk about another Week in Review podcast. Uh, what's been going on at the Gospel Rescue Mission? So just for those who may not be aware, Ken Emilio is the Executive Director of the Gospel Rescue Mission, my boss and friend, mentor, and uh, nemesis. Amen to that. <laughs> so... We're, we're going through, and we've just had a, another a great week here at the mission. And this is just kind of the idea of this, this week in review, just to sit together with another staff member, encapsulate maybe some of the things that we've been doing this last week, and give people on the outside a window inside to what's happening at the mission. So, Ken, what's been going on at the mission this last week? Okay, well, uh, the first thing that typically comes to mind that most everyone I talk to is concerned about is what is the mission doing regarding the COVID crisis, crisis, the coronavirus problem, and how does it affect the mission? But not only that, how it affects the homeless populations that we see. Um, I can speak to them, what we're doing at the mission. Uh, I think that the Lord has been really blessing us in that we have established some pretty intense protocols uh, here. Everything from uh, cleaning and doing contact surfaces to sanitizing people's shoes to making sure everybody is uh, getting out and uh, working, but at the same time getting a lot of rest. Uh, we get involved in sanitation techniques that are as simple as washing your hands and as complex as ozone and ultraviolet light decontamination here. Uh-huh. So the, the mission is probably state-of-the-art in terms of what we're seeing uh, being recommended by various doctors. We've been really blessed though with a couple of doctors who've actually sent us what they want. If you hear a truck in the background, that's because there's a truck driving there's by in the background. In the yeah. This is this is the authenticity of the of what it really feels like to sit in Ken or Brian's office. <laughs> that's true. You know, is that we occasionally get trains going by, sirens going on in the background, or just big semis driving yes. by. Well, what we've been doing also is we've been contacting and have been in touch with local doctors. And those doctors, like Dr. James, John Ermshire, who's been just a tremendous blessing to us, uh, Dr. Courier from, and uh, Denise. Mountain View uh, Family Practice. Yes, just yeah. so many of them that have yeah. been. Uh, Denise um, Shadbolt. Shadbolt has also been amazing to us. She is an angel. I want to go on record right now just to say if it's possible that a woman can be an angel here on earth without, I mean, that lady is amazing. God yeah. bless her. She's been around 20 some odd years. She's yeah. been a, really, really a help to the mission. Yeah. So we've, we've talked to the professionals in the industry as far as the medical, but we've also talked in terms of engineering as well and everything from negative air pressure rooms to you name it. We're into it and we're discussing it. We've got some people on staff, but also people in the community who are lending some real help. So, yeah. Brian, from the standpoint of, of what we've asked of our residents and what we have asked of our staff, I really have to compliment them. Compliment you. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, you know, it's, I mean, we've got uh, great coordinators. Our staff have done a great job. They've done a great job of communicating the seriousness of the issue with our um, 
with our, our resident population. The resident population has been embracing it. Uh, you know, it was great teaching a chapel this morning and, and looking out at 35 guys uh, all wearing masks. Um, and in fact, it's funny because one, one guy was in the front row and because I wasn't wearing a mask to deliver the message, he moved back a couple seats to distance himself from me. And I was like, you know, that is not an offensive at all. That's a beautiful thing. Yep. This guy takes it seriously. One of the things that we, we always say as believers is that we are not given to a mind of fear. Uh, our reliance on Christ to give us and supply us our needs is, is a hallmark of what we do as believers here at the mission, but also as Christians in general. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we're foolish in our approach. Uh, we are uh, relying on the minds and the brains of, of, uh, that God has given us. We are to be stewards. Our job here is to be servant leaders to be stewards of, of those things which are given to us. So whether it's selections of food or selections of supplements, selection of whatever, uh, it's a huge deal. And that way we're able to uh, actually make the claim at this moment in time that we've had absolutely no one come up sick in the entire population we, of the mission for the last three We have had like now three weeks where nobody's got a sniffle. And I mean, in allergy season, this is a, this is an amazing thing, but I, I mean, we really we have done it. It's been fantastic, it and been. I really feel blessed. And I, you know, again, a great staff, great resident population that have made this whole thing happen. They've rolled with all the changes really well, um, and and that's good. And of course, you're right. We live within this tension of between trusting the Lord and also trusting that the Lord gave us wisdom in the medical community and and things like that to to do these social distancing things. Uh, trusting in the Lord doesn't mean that we have to walk out there and, and be foolish. But at some point in time, there, there comes a place where we, we start going, okay, when, when do we step up and when do we be brave? I know the whole Christian community is, is, is struggling with this challenge right now. And, uh, and we will certainly be among those that, that as we make decisions moving forward, um, we'll, we'll be prayerfully, sometimes agonizingly, you know, figuring out how do we make that decision. None of it will be done cavalierly. Uh, and that's, that's a good thing. And I love that you and I sit in this office and, we, and a lot of times with the rest of staff, really bantering this hard, you know, and really thinking about it hard. And, you know, sometimes it goes up to a board level or, you know, yes. kicking it around with board members and saying, hey, what do you think about all this? And sometimes you're bringing in, inviting people in the medical community in saying, hey, speak into this for yes. me. Help me make these decisions. A lot of thought goes into this. And um, so guaranteed, I, I think that people can feel really confident that they've got a, a mission in town that really, really takes this thing as seriously as it can be taken, yeah. given the call that we have to serve the kind of the community of people that we do. It's true. Yeah. Another area that, that comes to mind is, is that in terms of how we look at what's going on in our country today, because it's not just a question of the illnesses. Many of our residents have been laid off. Uh, the mission, again, has been blessed incredibly by the financial situation that's been going on uh, with the mission. Uh, you as donors, you as supporters, have uh, just stepped up to the plate and, and taken care of our every need to the degree where we have not had to uh, do furloughs or layoffs uh, with, our, with our employees. Uh, yeah. We do ask and have for the last three weeks had them on 
on limited work hours at the mission. They're working from home. Uh, it's, it's a whole new experience for us, but we've yeah. been so blessed that we haven't lost uh, any employees at this point. Yeah. Another area that, that comes up, we, I'm challenged fairly regularly, is what do we look at when we see what's going on in the country in general? Uh, what's going on with pandemics? What's going on with uh, the unemployment? Uh, we see in terms from the perspective of Valerie and myself and, and others, uh, we see this is all in line with many of the prophetic things that happen. These are things that take place in the Bible on a regular basis. And so our radar is up about how the biblical narrative uh, gives us guidance during difficult times like this. God can at times send or permit a pandemic or, or a financial crisis, but he gives us those words of assurance that says that through it all, he is sovereign and that we are here uh, to be his stewards, to be in his image, to do the work that he wants us to do. Yeah. So we're real mindful of that as well. For sure. The the, the church and God's people have, have been born in adversity always. Yes. And, and that's that's we're we're made for this. You know, this is this is uh, this is when we're reminded of who we are and you know, you what talk we do. about you talk about Brian the the idea that um, people are shut in, people are closed in. Even the churches aren't doing what they normally do. Right. And yet at the same time, you've traveled different parts of the world, as have I, and you see where in certain countries we see the Christian community under attack, under fire. Mm -hmm. And yet what happens during times of persecution? Huge opportunities for witnessing the gospel is presented to us. And I see that happening here. Yeah, yeah. Ephesians, Ephesians 2.10, you know, uh, we are his workmanship created in Christ for good works, which he has prepared beforehand for us to walk in and, and, and to perform. And, and these things, this is that we were made for this. Yeah, this is this yeah. is an opportunity yeah. for the gospel. I was just I was just speaking to the guys this morning out of uh, Philippians where Paul is is preaching from prison, you know, writing to them from prison. And he's excited because this has been an opportunity for the gospel to go out to all of the Roman guards that are, that are there and, and to be spread. And, and even, the, you know, he's even rejoicing that there's people who are, who are capitalizing on the opportunity with Paul being in jail, that they're doing it for selfish gain. And he goes, I don't care. The gospel's getting preached. Right. It's just great, you yes. know. And he's excited in in a in the circumstances that would crush the average person that the, the average worldling would be just destroyed in and and the Christians going oh look at the opportunity at the that's before of us and, yes. and and this is this is where we are now we're at this spot um, where we've got we've got tremendous opportunity and um, I, you know I want to circle back to the thank you to the donors we have been this this time uh, we have really felt the blessing of the, those people who God has put it on your heart you believe in what we do you believe in the ministry here of the gospel rescue mission and I'm sitting there talking to Nancy every day who's our bookkeeper and and she's just she comes in and some days in tears she goes we just do not deserve these wonderful people they're so gracious to us in in continuing to support our ministry and what we do here and I'm just so grateful that the Lord puts it on folks hearts to support this ministry and especially right now because we're not we're not an emergency service like we're not a 
we're not a emergency service in the sense of a catastrophe, catastrophic, you know, Red Cross type of emergency service. We're a 365 kind of emergency yes. service. We're there. We're there whether there's a pandemic or whether there's not. We're here for the everyday emergencies. Everyday emergencies, and it's the folks that remember that every day and continue to, to support us every day that allows us to be there every day. That's so cool. And I want to reach out to the those of you who are either believers or not believers. Um, the mission is here as a service, not just to the homeless people, but to here for, the, for you, for the community. And I want to just point out that in the event that you yourselves are having problems, whether you need prayer, whether you need... Um, the food, whether you need any of the things that are going on, whether you just want to talk to somebody, uh, we're here. Brian is here. I'm here. The staff is here. And uh, we just want you to know that the Gospel Rescue Mission of Grants Pass is here for Grants Pass. So if you have need or if you know of someone who has need, we really want you to contact us. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. So, hey, if you're driving by this week, at the Gospel Rescue Mission by the by Booth and Foundry Street, uh, G and Foundry Street, and you're looking, um, boy, you're going to see activity. Big time. Um, so you want to tell them a little bit about what's going well, on? Well, we're, we're in the process of uh, uh, looking ahead and saying how can the mission be more self-sufficient in one sense, but also reach out to the community. So we're in the process of doing a couple of building projects, uh, and that includes doubling the size of our raised bed production. Uh, yeah. and working on uh, refurbishing our thrift stores, again, only because of grants and also people like you who've donated to us are we able to do this. So we're putting in 20 additional raised beds, which will double our production. And man, it's oh man. crazy how, how I mean, fast we, things are going right we now. We will get, when, when we did, we'll have basically 49 beds. We had 52 beds. Uh, oh, maybe three or four years ago now. Uh, and when we had that many beds, we were, we were very manageably producing somewhere between uh, 10, 15, 10, 10 to 15,000 pounds of produce every yes. year, and uh, which is frankly more than we can consume, which means that, um, you know, I don't know. You know I mean, I see we, we certainly we share we share our resources with all the other uh, organizations in town. So, I mean, when, when uh, the Rock Food Pantry needs uh, some fresh produce, we say, come get some. Yes. Uh, and, and same with, you know, uh, Salvation, Salvation Army. Army, you know, St. Vincent de Paul. You know, I mean, we, we, we try and reach out to all of those, yes. those other organizations and share. But, you know, in addition to that, um, you know, we, we have that as a resource. I wouldn't, I mean, I think that somebody would have to be really, really doing something really wrong to be hungry in Grants Pass for any length of time. So, um, so with that being said, uh, if you find yourself, you know, in need of produce as this starts to really kick off, please come by and let us know. And I would even say, hey, you know, a real great way to feel good about coming and getting some of that produce I could use, I'm going to always need somebody to come help weed it, come help harvest it, come help do some work. I can use can all the volunteer gardeners you can throw out there. Brian, in two seconds or less, go ahead and tell us about the website, how they can contact us. The website, 
www.grantspassmission.org and it's the best way to get a hold of us. It's the best way to find out what's current in, in the, the Gospel Rescue Mission. You can also check us out on Facebook. In fact, if you would like us and follow us on Facebook, uh, that would do huge things for us. I mean, it's a, it's a way for us to communicate current information at really minimal cost. It doesn't even cost us a stamp. Right. So if you stay, if you can just look on the website, check us out. And not only that, but share us with a friend. You know, I'm sure that there are other people that you know across the country that really are, they're worried about homelessness in their community. They're worried about what's going on in their community. And they've got gospel rescue missions in their community. They've got people who are working at it. They're looking for ideas, what to do, how to do it. Yep. Check us out. Send them to grantspassmission.org. Check us out on Facebook. Follow us. It's the best way to know what's going on with us. Follow us on iTunes also, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast. And in the comments section, if you could rate us, leave a comment, because that stuff just gets the awareness out that we're what we're doing, what we're doing out, out in the community. It gets people to know. And, uh, and when they know about us, they're more apt to support us. Sounds great. And one final shout out to Greg Conley, our tech man. Oh, and, for sure. Uh, employee here at the mission. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He's a little wacky, but uh, we love him. Greg Connolly is a fantastic guy, even if he did shave his beard. Um, <laughs> it looks like he's growing it back, though. <laughs> and, but you know what? The beard didn't fit under the mask, and he was thinking that's about right. others first. It was sacrificial. I, I think that's fantastic. He can edit all this out later uh, on, nope, or better I don't yet, just put some really cool music to the in the background and make us sound cool. A full Thank shot, you, Greg a Connolly. picture of him with a mask would be awesome. That'd be great. So, you guys, and, and a, a living testament to the work of the Gospel Rescue Mission. You know, guys that come through here, families that come through here, they don't just come through and, and learn something good. They don't just come through and graduate a program. They come through and have a changed life. Greg and the Conley family are fantastic recipients of all of that. God bless you. Thank you for listening to us. Have a great day, and uh, we'll see you next time.